the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation second to none whether you're in rhode island or massachusetts call jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available for both residential and commercial call my friends at jkl 401-351-7600 remember estimates are free financing is available let's be nice and comfortable in your home jkl 401-351-7600 Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com folks remember for all your tree service well you want to call yankee tree call them today 401-439-6028 yankee tree service yankeetreeservice.com what can they do they do it all tree trimming experts based right in lincoln tree removal since 2006 and also 24 7 emergency service available call yankee tree service today 439-6028 439-6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment 
plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today. 439-6028. 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service. Since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call. 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2, a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Folks, joining us right now from the Boston Globe, they cover Rhode Island, it's Dan McGowan. And, Dan, you have a um, really interesting story. This is a different type of uh, checklist that kids and uh, schools are even using, as, as a matter of fact, for a checklist for going back to school. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, one of the things that's interesting, John, is that, you know, for all the focus that we're we have uh, rightfully so on, uh, you know, on the, the obvious things about whether schools can reopen, you know, how you make sure that a kid is, you know, if they're sick or if a teacher gets sick, um, you know, all those things are important. But one of the kind of behind the scenes factors that that, that, that every school district and every school is really uh, having to consider right now is this kind of avalanche of uh, pitches that they're getting from all kinds of companies who, you know, uh, many of whom have the, the right intentions and are saying, look, you, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, you're going to need masks, you're going to need hand sanitizer, things like that. But then there's, there's kind of extreme measures that, that some, uh, uh, you know, pitches are, are, are being made or, or in some districts are considering purchasing. For example, uh, there are a handful of districts in the state that are buying these electrostatic backpack sprayers that this idea of, you know, you can uh, send a custodian around and they can just kind of spray everything to, to be, uh, you know, to, to sanitize uh, your machines. Uh, same, same idea that you can use uh, that can cover, you know, an entire school very quickly, um, uh, you know, in another attempt to, um, you know, to, to sanitize the school, let's say overnight. And what, what's interesting about this is you talk to, uh, you know, a bunch of different superintendents and they're saying, yeah, there's a lot of kind of wacky uh, pitches we're getting too." one superintendent told me uh, out of Lincoln said, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, somebody wanted me to buy uh, shields for every kid that they would walk around with. Um, and so these things, you know, range from uh, obvious and, and sort of uh, no brainers to uh, questionable and, and uh, uh, like I said, extreme. I think the thing that's most interesting that, that I came away with from reporting on this was the scary thing is nobody knows what works and what doesn't. And so, you know, you hear an idea like, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's put infrared uh, you know, thermometers in every or in, infrared, infrared cameras in every school to be able to take everybody's temperature. And you feel you say, well, that feels a little bit intrusive. I'm not sure if I would want my kid going through that. But then at the same time, you, you know, those are things that the casinos, for example, are doing right now. And so everyone is kind of learning on the fly. The thing is, is you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars uh, in a really difficult, you know, kind of economic uh, situation for all these districts. So they're all learning as they go. They have no idea if it's going to work. And it really raises this question that you and I have been kind of bantering about for a long time now, which is, you know, 
will schools be able and be ready to reopen by August 31st? Well, you tell me. I mean, that last night, that Rhode Island Department of Education Zoom meeting, there are now, you know, and this is unfortunate. This happens uh, whenever you have a situation spring up, these people emerge out of nowhere and they form a group and they're very organized and it becomes the cause and, and their mission becomes you know, to try to defeat the schools from returning. So Governor Mundo and Education Commissioner Fonte Green, they set the deadline, August 31st, the Monday, everyone goes back. Dan McGowan, uh, you tell me, does it seem like people are going back to school as far as it's into funny. the classroom? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when you asked this, I think I said, yeah, you know what, if I were betting, I yep. wouldn't bet a lot, but I think I would say yes. It doesn't feel like it. And no. it's because of exactly what you just said, the this kind of momentum that is building, um, and it's it, it, look, it, it is you and I focus a lot on the teachers and their focus on this. But here's the thing: once it hits parents, and once huh. you start to see the organizing there, which you're absolutely right, you are in fact seeing, uh, it puts an immense amount of pressure um, on on the governor, on the commissioner to you know halt this thing. I was asking, that was kind of my, my last question for everybody yesterday when I was when I was putting together this story on all these supplies that they're buying and and people are split. You know, everybody I think the superintendents and the, the charter school leaders, I think they want to get back to school. But uh, you know, if, if you were to actually pull them, you know, they, they certainly are thinking there's a chance August 31st works. It feels more likely they push past Labor Day, which is reasonable. That's that's not a you know th- that's not the worst idea. But the longer you go, and the more you know, the more you start to see cases around the country spike, um, even if they're not necessarily spiking here, maybe with the exception of Central Falls. Um, you know, I think that pressure will will just continue. Uh, and and you're right. Look, this is not something that. Uh, by, by the way, the governor, I, I've mentioned this a million times in your show, the governor um, often she, she disagrees with President Trump on, on almost everything. But during the coronavirus, she was just as quick as him on wanting to reopen the economy. She was adamant that, that schools reopened by August 31st. She set a goal here. I think she wants to follow through on that goal. But if it gets out of hand and if, if you start to see that just that, that extreme um, it, it seems less and less likely. Well, and especially when you have this group that has emerged suddenly out of nowhere of the Rhode Island Parents Educators for Safe Schools, you know, you, you have the person there claiming Infante Green said last night on the ride Zoom, know no some people will die. And then you have a, a Providence principal saying, uh, well, last night they announced that uh, if they fully opened, 250 students and 450 teachers would die. This is unacceptable. You know, there's nothing to back up any of this. But Dan McGowan, this stuff spreads like wildfire and these groups emerge. And, and, and I, you know, I'm anxious to see, do you think will Infante Green be at the press briefing today with Governor Mundo? You know what? I think she needs to to answer some of the... I agree. the obvious questions look like you said you're, you're talking about you know some comments and i'll be honest i didn't i watched this zoom last night i missed this comment yes. if, it, if it was said both of them i, I didn't, didn't hear either one it, of them nothing at least I, and, and even if they like you know sometimes the, the commissioner can talk very quickly and say yes you know we're we're, we're we understand people are going to get sick but but 
it feels unlikely that that there was any health expert that was actually saying, you know, if we do exactly like we're doing right now, you know, hundreds of kids are going to die. But I think you're right. You know, unlike even five, 10 years ago, because of how fast things can spread on wildfire, I mean, the, or, or on, on Facebook, it spreads like a wildfire. Um, you, you know, you, you almost have to respond to everything. Uh, and I know the governor finds this, and the, I think the commissioner does too. I think they, they find these kind of the extreme questions to be uh, distracting, but there is no doubt. I mean, you see these, this parent group that has been formed you know, overnight, practically, yes. I think they have almost 10,000 members. Yes. Um, that is a real, I mean, you couldn't get, there is not a politician in the state of Rhode Island who could put 10,000 people, you know, together at a rally for them. You know, the only things you see people really be able to do this for is, of course, some of the Black Lives Matter stuff, but then the parents, man, when they, when they get together and they activate and they, uh, you know, they're, they're able to kind of talk to each other they build each other up and uh some of the rumors that are spreading and some of the fear i think you're going to see uh i think you're going to see a lot of parents kind of uh hoping to either keep their kids home i think you're going to see a little bit of a move an increase in homeschooling this year um but to, to get out in front of this and to make sure folks have the the right facts i think the governor and the commissioner probably need to address this sooner rather than later well especially dan mcgowan you're exactly right but uh when this group when they start to form and it just formed if you see a lot of the comments it seemingly the goal is not to make the school safe the goal becomes to eliminate kids going to school and make it distance learning and those are two separate things i think the governor and the education minister are really going to have the work cut out for them because august now is going to be these groups. And also think of this, for a principal to state, one ride panelist stated that if Rhode Island schools would have fully reopened with the current infection death rates, 250 students and 450 teachers would die. Now, I, I don't know where that came from, who said it. I didn't hear anything like that. We, we haven't heard of any students dying. So how do you suddenly right. come with, with 250 students? And, and as a matter of fact, I, I think there's even, it's, it's very scarce that they're even a lot of teachers dying. So I'm just curious. And this is a principle <laughs> spreading right. this. This isn't like just some parent. So, I mean, if you think about it, John, think of the context to this is, and by the way, it's hard for us to completely refute because it's hard to prove a negative, correct. right? But, at the, and that's why these, these comments are extremely powerful. Correct. But if you think about it, you and I are talking on Wednesday. It is uh, we're, you know, we're about, unfortunately, in Rhode Island, about to hit 1,000 total deaths, yes. you know, from coronavirus-related coronavirus deaths. Uh, to suggest that potentially, you know, another seven 800 uh, could come, you know, just from school reopening, it, it feels unlikely. It doesn't feel based in science. But again, I mean, you know, without being able, I'm sure that the governor, I'm sure that, I'm sure that Dr. Alexander Scott, I'm sure the commissioner, all you know have to kind of wiggle around this because just in case cases spike or just in case you do see you know a, a, a large number of deaths you you don't want to say you don't want to be caught on camera saying there's no chance everyone's going to be just fine this is it's a really difficult predicament but it, it is not one that can be ignored because it's going to grow the closer you get to school you're gonna you, more people are you know, they're hearing about you and i talk about this they're gonna they're going to join these groups. They're going to build each other up. And 
you're you know you're you're seeing it across the country. There's movement across the country to to try to uh, you know uh, get districts and get schools to to back off. And you have to wonder, you know, I hate to think everything comes down to politics, but the fact that the president, yes. the Republican president, is the one kind of saying, "Hey, I want folks back in school." You do have to wonder in some of these blue states like ours if some of this backlash is just related to sort of the politics, I hate to say that completely because there are completely real, legitimate, justified safety factors here. But, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the governor's goal. And yes, school districts were hesitant, but it was more about how are we going to plan for this? It wasn't about, boy, so many people are going to get sick and die from this. Yeah. So it's, an, it's, been, it's been interesting to follow. And I am seeing on that, page that popped up, um, you know, that putting comments such as, well, it's Gina and Trump that want this. So, I mean, right. that's it, it, as much as and she announced it before the White House did. And and even uh, when that's I was right. questioning the governor about the beat situation, she made it very clear that her goal was to get the kids back in the classroom this fall and her and the education commissioner on top of that. I believe Dr. Nicole Scott is also, you know, guiding with the, the with that. And I will tell you, as a parent, they learn more when they are in the classroom. But I think, Dan McGowan, these people are saying, let's not rush into it. I, I, this is going to be, I mean, I, I don't know how you're ever going to convince certain parts of this crowd that it's ever fully safe to go back. Um, and so I think people need to make other uh, decisions because this is not going to go any away anytime soon. Folks, coming up, I am going to ask Dan McGowan about the Providence Teachers Union with the contract. Also, he wrote an interesting uh, piece about Senator Whitehouse. That a lot more with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe on the John DePietro Show. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305. 3585, 305, 3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. At It's My Health at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products. For oral and topical use, they have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401 401- 
401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call today. Free consultation. It's Scott and Alex, 401-353-9300. Folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. But you can call. Free consultation, 401-353-9300. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. It's very simple. They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise. How about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also, this time of year, make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis, or an RV, an off-road vehicle, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300-401-353-9300. Let them help you save money. It all starts with one phone call. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not? Let them help you save money. Give yourself a raise. 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. Look for them on Facebook, and their website is aemazika.com. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Folks, uh, they've had incredible coverage of Rhode Island. And Dan McGowan, you had a uh, headline. I'll admit it brought me in. Senator Whitehouse is the king of climate change speeches. But are they effective? All right. I took the bait. You tell us. Are they effective? You know, so there's this, this was a, basically based on a study from a couple of researchers out of Vermont and Oklahoma who, uh, who wanted to study based on, boy, this is a boring study, but study based on the congressional record of, of all speeches made, kind of who gives the most speeches, and more importantly and more interestingly, sort of what the focus of those speeches are. And it turns out, I think we, you know, if you've paid really close attention to Senator Whitehouse here in Rhode Island, you know that he's kind of a, uh, been sort of a leading advocate. He's trying to carve out a niche as, as the climate change guy in the Senate. Um, he's given more speeches uh, than any, or I guess between 1996, which he wasn't even in office yet, in 2015, he gave more speeches about climate change in the Senate than any other senator. So he kind of stands out there. But more interestingly, there's this look at is his messaging, which is he would call sort of very fact based and trying to, you know, get people to believe the science versus uh, you, the, 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 this is clearly a very somewhat left leaning study. The, the argument that the Q, that what they call a Q based appeal, which is it tends to be more Republicans that do this, that kind of say. Uh, it's not that they they push disinformation. It's more that they pr- they, they push kind of everyday information. So, you know, in one hand, the senator's talking about sort of the long-term effects of global, you know, of global warming and, and what's happening with climate change. And then, you know, a Republican comes on the floor and says, that's all nice and good, but, you know, here's what the cost of gas is going to, you know, be, or here's what the cost of anything is going to be. And these researchers kind of found that they felt like 
the more effective approach is kind of breaking it down in these real uh, scenarios. And so they thought the Republicans, uh, and not just the Republicans, but the Republicans in particular here, actually tend to be more effective when it comes to getting their, their message across. It's an interesting little dynamic because the senator likes to, you know, kind of make the argument that if you just trust scientists and, and, and folks in the research world, you know, that can kind of lead you to where you want to go. But even the senator would say, and I, I talked to him about this last year at some point, you know, it certainly is not a good time in this country for people like him, not because of, you know, not, not because of Republican Democrat. He even said that the Obama White House was that was a pretty bad when it came to some of the issues that he supported on climate change. But it, it, it does raise the question, I wonder if you're going to start to see the senator maybe make a change in sort of how he delivers his speeches. I'm not sure he can be fairly stubborn. He likes to kind of do it on his own, but it will be interesting to kind of watch going forward. Dan McGowan, will there be a Providence teacher's contract between now and the beginning of school? I'm saying less and less likely, and I hate to hedge my bets with you always, but it just, you know, I would have said, certainly six months ago or eight months ago, I'd have said, yeah, I think they'll get something done. I think that there's pressure on the teachers' unions to come to the the table and get this done, Um, and, and the commissioner had all this momentum. Now, you know, aside from all of the, let's say, reform measures that the commissioner needs and wants to get done in in Providence schools, now you have the added kind of blitz of what's going on with reopening and the parents getting behind, uh, you know, this idea, like we were talking about, of of not reopening. I think it makes it less and less likely that you get a deal done. And if you do, you're going to have to really pay, read, you know, that, that, uh, that contract really closely kind of to see what the trade-offs were. Yeah. I'll share with you. And uh, I tell folks, I tell Dan McGowan that I have sources down in the South County area that listen to these group of Providence (laughs) teachers that gather by the shore, not doing anything wrong. It's been a beautiful summer, nice days. And they said, here's what I'm hearing. Randy says, no way. And the reason is, is if uh, Joe Biden gets in, the type of deal they could get is going to be much better because it's then going to like be mandated from Washington. So that's, I'm hearing no chance in, there's no way they're going back in the classroom. So no contract and certainly no classroom. So at least the very, and you're, yeah. look, you're as well sourced as me on this <laughs> I, when you, when you hear people telling. down the beach. <laughs> so, and I heard, and I was told like hundred percent, like there's, there's no shot for a contract zero. They feel very good about Biden's chances. And then he is—he's very tight with the teachers' unions. Um, absolutely, and, and you know what, John? I mean, I, th- I think you—you you beat this into uh, your yeah. listeners every time you and I talk, and, and it's really important to understand this is much bigger. Oh yeah, than than the Providence Teachers ah, Union. It, it has it has national implications because again, whatever you do in Providence, then you say. Well, let's do that in New York City. Let's do that in Hartford, Connecticut, yep. all over the place. And so that becomes a, a, a bigger problem. And, and when you get to this reopening conversation, uh, when you throw that in with everything else, no uh, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. It, I think it's going to be very difficult to see anything done by you know August 31st, at least. And it, in, in fairness, by the way, um, and I feel bad for the people trying to negotiate this stuff because <clears throat> what people don't understand is as they're sitting there and the union person who's putting out these demands, when they're listing these things, <clears throat> you're sitting there on the other side of the table saying, where did this come from? Like, what are you talking about? Do they have this in 
Pawtucket? Do they have this in Newport? No, where do they have this? Oh, they have this in a district in Chicago. It's like, what? <laughs> like, they, they have the latest. So you're exactly right. And somewhere in Chicago or Cleveland or Philadelphia or Baltimore, someone is saying, where did you get this? And they say, oh, they, they have this in Providence, Rhode Island, in their teacher's contract. That's right. So, you know, it does kind of go both ways. But again, listen, you know Providence. Uh, you are very, very plugged in with it. I'm just sharing with you what I'm hearing, that uh, they, they're certainly going through the meetings. And, and I do, I feel for the new uh, Providence superintendent, who is very earnest, and, and they are very anxious. And especially, this is not going to be, this is going to be tough. I'm very interested, Dan McGowan, to see over the next two months how Angelic and Fonte Green, boy, you want to talk about, you know, baptism by fire. I mean, between people not wanting to go back and then no contract. She's really going to be under the gun, but this 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 is over her head. This goes out of their well, hands. Well, keep it. I mean, to, to to emphasize the this going out of their hands. This is imagine if you and I, you know, recorded a show together or you know a segment together, but both of us had to go back to our respective bosses yes. in order for it to air. Right. I mean, th- that's what this is. It is. It, it, it you know the commissioner and the the superintendent in Providence have to go back to the governor to make sure it's okay. Now, the governor, to her credit, has been largely, um, I think, supportive of, of this effort. But you do have to run things by her. Yes. And she's a national player. And yep. so she has to, you know, look to there. And then on the other side, you're exactly right. We've, already, we've reported it constantly. Randy Weingarten, one of the most influential union oh, leaders in the country, uh, is on the other is on the other end of this. So much so that she literally exchanged his text messages with the commissioner of Rhode Island. Yes, and when this when this drags out, and then we find out who the Biden VP is going to be, in fairness to the governor, the pressure is going to be off her. To then it'd be one thing if then she still had this outstanding contract that wasn't resolved. But I, it's seemingly less and less. Who knows? She could still be in the mix. Uh, Vice President Biden is still he's certainly signaling that it, it may not be a woman of color. Um, the right. latest I've read is he feels confident enough. And after that South Carolina win, they feel, you know, we feel pretty good about the African-American vote. So, you know, it could be a Gina Raimondo. It could be Elizabeth Warren. Folks, coming up, uh, very unusual with 14-year-old girl charged with murder in Providence. Also, also for those that, uh, that have been unemployed, Dan McGowan, a very important story. It's all ahead with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. First of all, how about free coffee for police and military? Ron's Pastry Gourmet, you're going to find incredible selection. Now, they are right off of Silver Spring Street, right near the Cellos, and then next to AAA in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, but you can find them 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right near Branch Avenue, but right around the corner from Cellos and inside, well, sausage and peppers, eggplant, all delicious calzones, meatball calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, pizza strips, and then the most delicious cannolis, brownies, delicious cakes. They'll make a special cake for you. And also the Trump chocolate covered donuts, Trump soda, and also Trump cupcakes. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, the number one bakery in Rhode Island. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right around the corner from Cello's, right off of Silver Spring Street. 
and right near Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, they're right near the AAA location in Providence. Stop in and see them. You're going to love it. Get some of those Trump chocolate to cover donuts. And they salute our police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986. Right now, I'll bet you could use some extra cash. Why not sell some of your gold, silver, other precious metals? Vero Industries, folks over 40 years experience, they will give you cash. They'll buy your gold, silver, other precious metals. Call Lee today at 401-434-8900. Leo has over 40 years experience. It's V-E-R-O, Vero Industries. They will buy gold, silver, other precious metals, old, broken, new, silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets, or pieces. Listen, why not right now sell it and get that cash that you need? Call Leo at Vero Industries, 401 401- 434-8900. Impeccable reputation. Folks, they know the industry better than anyone, and they'll give you what it's worth. Your gold, silver, also a buyer of individual coins, coin collections, watches, half earring pieces, and much more. Call Leo at Vero Industries. Why not get some cash right now for that gold, silver, and other precious metals? Call Leo 401 434 8900 weekend evening appointments are available two locations or at your location their location two locations east providence and warwick call them vero industries 401-434-8900 listen get cash for that gold silver other precious metals you have call leo 401-434-8900 one more time 434 8900 you're listening to the john DePietro show folks weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 remember now providence and north of providence i want you to try the 99.9 fm 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website visit it depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com right on the top on the left hand side you'll see where it says listen live just click on that Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that, on the dashboard, at the website, you'll see where it says Radio Show. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on Radio Show, and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show.